Welcome to Crash Chords Autographs. Today, Matt welcomes the members of the hard rock band Saint Tragedy via Skype. Hailing from Kenosha, Wisconsin, Saint Tragedy formed their unique hard rock sound in 2008. Their lineup features Wayne on vocals, Matt on guitar, Eric on bass, and Jason on drums. Their new EP is called Prolonging the Agony, and their first single off the new record is No More Religion. With Matt, the group chats about how and when the band got started, they chat about their songwriting process and their musical roots, what inspires them, and how long they've been at their craft. They also discuss Wayne's passion for writing, and how some of his songs were written before the band even formed. And so, from their live show experiences to their excitement at hitting the road, here's presenting Matt Storm and St. Tragedy. And welcome to Crash Chords Autographs. I, of course, am Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon, and my guests this week are the incredible band saint tragedy guys thank you for joining me hey thanks for having us on um so now of course i should be clear i only have two members of saint tragedy on the phone at the moment um can you guys say what you play in the band and what your name is uh my name is wayne i'm the vocalist in the band i'm jason i'm the drummer and so how long has, so I know you just had your debut EP come out, which is fantastic, um, Prolonging the Agony. How long have you guys been a band for? Well, I started the band about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason's been with us, what, about five years now? Something like that, Five, yeah. six years now? About five years. And uh, yeah, we've been going strong ever since, so we've had a few lineup changes over the last you know, couple of years, but... I think right now we got a pretty solid lineup. And so, Wayne, this has always been your band. You had, you initially started it. Yes. And um, That's has the band evolved musically uh, as the lineup changed, or have you always been kind of a new metal, heavy rock kind of sound? I've always had the, the same kind of sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely advanced with different members. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got its own new flavor, you know. And uh, so let's talk about the new EP that just came out back in January. Um, how long was this uh, this project in the works for? How long did it take you guys to, to write and record this record? Um, well, for with the lineup that we have on there, it didn't take extremely long. You know, we all kind of worked together, thought the same way on stuff. Uh, but if you want to take the whole picture of it, you could say it was a 10 years in the making because Wayne had a lot of this stuff written when he started things and as the band progressed it finally got to the point to where you know we all thought hey it's time to get in here let's get things rolling on it and and so Wayne do you do a majority of the writing uh yes right now we're 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 doing more of a collaboration when it comes into new writing Mm -hmm. so that's gonna be a little bit of a twist from what you hear now but It'll still be, you know, that same rock and sound. That's awesome. And so are you guys working on a follow-up record already, like a full length? Uh, we plan to have a full length ready, hopefully, in the next at least year here. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, 
um, when writing the songs for Prolonging the Ag- uh, Agony, you know, it's a, it's a lot of music that's completely relatable, you know, things that we kind of go through in life. Um, you know, these are not messages that have not been sung about before. Are these things that you have pulled from your life personally, things you've gone through that uh, inspired you to write about this stuff? A lot of it, yeah. I mean, some of it, you know, it's relationships, breakups, you know, mm-hmm. friendships, that that sort of matter. I mean, a lot of people deal with people who come and go through their life, and that's pretty much pretty much what I what I was intending to write about. And um, besides being the vocalist, when writing the music for these songs, do you do you play other instruments, guitar, piano, to help you uh, write the music side of it? Uh, yeah, I, I play guitar. I do a little bit of keys, but not a whole lot. And when you when you're putting together the music and collaborating with the band, do you find that the music comes first and then you put lyrics over it, or do the lyrics kind of come first and then you construct a melody around it? Um, it could, it could, it could go both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, no More Religion was actually, the lyrics came before the music, well, at least the chorus did, and then I put the melody behind it. So, I mean, and, and a few of the songs on EP, you know, like Would I Lie, ties that bind a lot of the guitar work came before the lyrical content and so so if the process doesn't have a distinct um starting point and you kind of just let it germinate on its own do you usually kind of think of uh, a feeling or what you've been going through like is the inspiration more the subject matter than the the lyrics or the music um like I said, it could, it could go both ways. Yeah. I mean, I, I could have a story already I want, and then uh, the music would be there, and I just want to find the lyrics to go with what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So. Um, and so um, the current in our incarnation of the band, how long have you guys been together in the current lineup? I'd say probably about a year now. With Matt, yeah, just over. Okay, and are you guys planning any have any big tour plans for this year? Uh, we don't have anything lined up. We are definitely looking to hopefully do something summertime, uh, yeah, around the fall. Um, so have you guys played mostly locally in your area? For the most part, we're kind of sitting in the area here at the moment, uh, looking to get out a little bit more. Just kind of, you know building up where we have and not overextend anything either before you know the time is right sure i mean that makes perfect sense you know and especially with any kind of band that wants to get out i'm sure social media has made that a little easier because you can kind of reach people even when you can't get to where they are do you find that having a facebook presence and having a presence online has helped you connect with people oh yeah most definitely yeah by far there we've gotten all sorts of people you know checking out everything messaging us you know saying hey we love your stuff uh actually a few weeks ago i had a french radio station contact us and they were doing some spins on the record and they wanted me to do a voice id for them that's awesome yeah so social media is definitely a very helpful thing for us it's a big it's a big way to interact with other bands throughout the country Mm -hmm. so i mean if you're ever planning on doing a tour down south and you already know a list of bands that you could play with you know 
that helps you a lot right there. Um, what would you say that your guys' biggest influences are? Like, I know what I hear when I listen to your stuff, but I've been listening to, to heavy rock and metal and the like for many, many years. So I hear a lot of things. But, you know, if each of you wanted to take a moment and chat about just kind of maybe the music you grew up listening to, how you got into to rock music and, and so on. Uh, well, I pretty much grew up on listening to, like, oldies and classic rock. And it kind of, kind of, altered into hard rock so like bands like shine down three days grace mm-hmm. uh blackstone cherry like those are those are like my big influences so having like i said that oldies background to now getting into that that new uh new age era i think is what brings out what you hear in saint tragedy and i grew up you know parents was listening to all the 50s 60s you know 70s stuff you know, and it didn't matter which band it was from them. I was listening throughout all those years. Uh, then as I got older, I started moving more towards heavier rock and just some of the metals from their 80s, getting into Guns N' Roses, ACDC, uh, you know, all those heavy metal hair bands back then. So that's where a lot of my influence came from. And uh, Jason, how long have you been playing drums for? Oh, geez. <laughs> Make me reveal the ages here. Uh, I, I started back when I was in fifth grade, so you figure... Uh, I got out of high school in 93, so it's been quite a while. And was that something that... like, Were your parents hesitant to get yourself a drum set? The joke is always like a parent. That's the worst thing a kid could ask for is a drum set because it just makes so much noise. Was there any hesitance, <laughs> or were they kind of okay with you playing drums? No, they were actually. That was actually a, something they didn't mind because it was either you know me get a drum set or keep beating up on my little brother there. So <laughs> they they were more than happy to get me a drum set. And uh, Wayne, have you always been a singer? Is it something that you've always wanted to do? Uh, yeah, I mean I've been singing pretty much my whole life. Obviously, the time gap between Jason saying he graduated in '93 to me being born in '91 <laughs> is a little bit of a difference. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I always, I always love singing. I mean, on car rides, anything. Like, like I said, I started out with like a lot of oldies music. So, I, I love a lot of the soul singers and all those and all that music. So, I think that's where um, our unique sound comes with having that heavy background and that soulfulness over the top of it. And um, did you ever take, like, chorus in high school or, like, anything related to singing in school? No, I've done no choirs. I've done no lessons. So this is just all your passion to do it and the the drive for it? It's all the blood, sweat, and tears. (laughs) (laughs) Is that something you'd ever want to do, take some semblance of vocal training or learn how to sing in different styles besides what you're singing in already? I, I would love to advance on, you know, you know, what I don't already know now, I mean, everybody could always move forward in something. So definitely taking some sort of lessons would be, you know, helpful, especially as a growing band. Um, let's talk a little bit about the band name, St. Tragedy. Is that, obviously, since you've had this band for so long, you came up with the name. What inspired the name? Is there any religious connection to it? Is it just something about you know pushing away from religion i know there's a little bit of that in the music where did the the name actually come from 
it's not really so much about religion. It's more about people's lives in general, the, mm -hmm. the good and the bad, you know, the struggles that they overcome. I mean, it's it's basically it's basically our story of, of life. Right. It is. This idea that you're being watched over, but that there's so much tragedy in life as it is. Right. All good news. We got the other two of two of us here with us now. Excellent. We're being joined, we're being joined by Eric and Matt right now. Eric is poking me in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, guys. Thank you for joining the welcome. show. I appreciate it. How's it going? Good, good. Um, I had asked the other guys how long they've been uh, playing their instruments for and like how they got started. Maybe if the two of you want to chime in and talk about the instrument you play in the band and how you got started. Well, I'm Eric. Surfing, yeah, bass. Um, pretty much my whole life, everyone in my family has been played some sort of instrument or tried to sing. And uh, I just ended up landing on bass guitar, you know, some would say because it's only got four strings and it's easier. And I just like the thuddy noises. <laughs> so uh, pretty much uh, been playing steady for close to 17 years, give or take, maybe more. You, you lose track after a certain amount, I guess. Sure. And Eric, you're, you play guitar? Bass. Bass. Oh, Eric. That was Eric speaking. Matt is the other person who joined yes. us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Trying to keep track of the name. So, Matt, you play uh, guitar then? Yeah, I play guitar. I've been playing for like, like 15 years, I think, now. Um, I started pretty young, at like age of 13 or 14 years old. And it was just a you know infatuation with like listening to rock music, and it kind of you know I wanted to take lessons. That worked out. And I got offered a job. I worked at that shop that I was taking lessons, and I actually became a teacher there. And you know, just so it's a really fun um, you know process, just creating music and uh, you know kind of setting goals and boundaries and being able to kind of. Uh, accomplish it you know what i mean yeah um are you still teaching guitar lessons or yeah well different place but yeah that's awesome do you find yeah. that you only like teaching uh rock guitar or you like teaching all guitar all, all of it because there might be something that they want to learn that i'm not that familiar with but it helps me understand because my job is to help them get to where they want to be mm -hmm. so it's a whole different um process when you're teaching somebody and analyzing how can you get through them to kind of help them be able to do it on their own my job is kind of temporary for a couple of years to show them what they're able to do you know i mean to then become what kind of musician they want to be right yeah you know i mean my some might switch instruments here and there but um that's kind of you know my approach on it but it's enjoyable because when they play a song and they really feel it enjoy it i see it in their eyes that's that's why I know that I did my job really well as a teacher. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I wanted to shift gears a little bit and go back to talking about the EP. Now that there are the the other guys uh, in the room. Um, I, I like talking to bands about what their favorites are when they play live, whether it's because of a certain amount of energy or they just like the way the song sounds. Do you guys have a favorite song on the EP to play live when you do shows? Mine would have to be uh, Would I Lie. Mm -hmm. That one, some just takes that one and goes. I'd say all of them in, in their own way mm -hmm. are 
are awesome to do. I mean, you, you can feel the energy off of each song. Uh, no More Religions definitely, not, not just because it's our single, but I mean, it's, it's definitely one that's bringing people closer into us, I think. So. When you listen to the EP, the two words that come in mind is attitude and soul. Mm-hmm. Um, songs like Ties That Bind, it's pretty much cranked to 11 in like full maximum, you know, just hard rock, you know, sound that we uh, are known to have. And you listen to Move On, that's all soul. That's all feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it's hard to pick one of them to... Uh, favor because each of them have a different combination of emotions in it and uh when we play the songs live we uh want to capture that feeling and then you know present it to the audience to have them you know feel the way we do about it um a follow-up though on on prolonging agony is the final track track six is an acoustic version of jumping the gun it happens to say that it's an acoustic version does that mean there's a non-acoustic version as well that's just not on this record well that pretty much means you have to wait and see i mean (laughs) (laughs) that's a good answer that's a good answer um i i I think that for me personally, having that record, the EP, close with an acoustic track is a really nice summation to the whole album and the feel of the album. Was that a conscious choice to close it with the acoustic track? I mean, we had the idea, because uh, the whole rest of the EP is pretty heavy going, and it has that bit of soft feel back to heavy. So having it close on an acoustic definitely shows you all the different capabilities that we have as a band. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, the other thing I wanted to follow up with, so, you know, it's always interesting to me when bands uh, name a record not with a title track. So, for instance, Prolonging the Ag- Agony is not a song on this record. So the, the title is a conscious choice to make based on what it contains. Um, was Prolonging the Agony a title you always wanted to use, or is it something that came through the process of putting the record together? Basically, with the process of the record, like looking at each song... And filling, filling out every bit of meaning in it pretty much became prolonging the agony. I mean... Is that something that you don't really worry about? You kind of, like, let it take shape and then it, it is what it is? It's not something that you, like, stressed about? About forming the title? Yeah. Or what? It'd be an organic process. It, it, basically, it, it just it, it was there. Yeah. It kind of came up and fit really well. Right. Um, it really didn't take long at all to come up with that title. I suggested it to the guys, and they they seemed to cool with the idea. So that's awesome. Um, and so um, you mentioned that no more religion is the single off the record. Um, is there a music video in the works for that single? Uh, yes, we're actually trying to still plan a date to shoot that video. Awesome. So. Very cool. And so when trying to put together a music video, do you have an idea of a narrative you want? Are you relying on the director to kind of come up with that? You know, how, how are you going about beginning the process of making that music video? A little bit of both. I mean, definitely comes down to scenery and how you want the song to play out visually mm-hmm. to the audience. So... I mean, we we still got some things to kind of figure out on how we want the storyboard to be, but hopefully in the next few months we'll have that all ready to go. 
And are there any plans for other singles to be released from um, the the new EP? I mean, I'd like to think so. I think yeah. each song on here could potentially be a pretty worthy single. Mm-hmm. So, at least I think so. I mean, <laughs> some something we're looking at doing is you know soon, hopefully, getting another one out. We just have to figure out which one we want to do. Um, the next thing I want to talk a little bit about is the music scene where you guys are. So, if uh, I'm correct, you guys are in Illinois. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, for the most part, Milwaukee, Chicago area. And three quarters of us are from Wisconsin. Matt's actually from Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What's the music yeah. scene like out there? Is there a lot of bands like you guys in the area? Do you find that you're filling a niche that isn't really there? Um. I mean, we we definitely get along with a lot of bands around here, but it's definitely a close-knit unit. There's a a large variety of different styles. Oh, yeah. 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 We're similar to a few other bands from the area, but it's not so much saturated with one sound. It's more saturated with uh, just a whole bunch of different talent. Yeah, there's a lot of good talent in Kenosha, and that's why, you know, like, being from Chicago, I drive out to Kenosha to practice with these guys. It's because, uh, in my opinion, there's a lot more talent here than there is in Chicago, because I was in a lot of Chicago bands, and sometimes you wouldn't feel the whole band, you know, interaction and, and the music you're producing. You know, like, I was a fan with, uh, for, of St. Tragedy for a couple years before I was offered a spot to be in the band. And, you know, playing with these guys really made me a better uh, guitarist and taught me more about the process. Um, And all the bands in Kenosha kind of helped each other out, whereas in Chicago it's more cutthroat, kind of everyone for themselves. Um, So it is very enjoyable to be a part of such a, you know, um, high-involved community. And Kenosha definitely is one of those underground music scenes that a lot of people overlook, but there is a lot of talent here. There's a lot of great bands. And um, are you guys all... So you guys aren't all originally from Kenosha? You, Some of you grow up in the area? I'm I'm a Kenosha native, yes. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, um, I, I was born and raised in Kenosha, so I'm in... Born and raised in Chicago my whole life. <laughs> Born and raised in Waukegan. <laughs> and so, not quite Chicago, not quite Wisconsin, just kind of somewhere in the limbo. So you guys have all been more or less in this similar area. Have you guys um, played many shows outside of, of Chicago or Illinois? Are there places that you want to go play that you haven't been yet? Oh, there, there's lots of those. Yeah. Uh, if it's out there, we want to go show everyone what we got. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a Facebook, there's one fan uh, from, like, Memphis, Tennessee, and I was thinking that'd be really cool to go to Tennessee to play a show. Even though it's a heavy country scene, it'd be really cool to uh, kind of, you know, explore that musical um, city. Oh, and, you nice. know, Iowa was another place where they think about playing a show, too. And then, yeah, it's... yeah, there's a lot of, you know, places that we still want to reach out to and obviously it just takes time and you know yeah growing up in the different school areas i've played jeez i I couldn't begin to remember half i've played just about all the midwest parts of the south 
but in this band, yeah, to anywhere and everywhere, I would love to go. Especially with looking at where our single is being played right now mm-hmm. in other states, those people are now hearing hearing who we are, and we want them now to actually experience a live show. So, yeah, so we got to go to Florida. <laughs> Do you guys have apparently, a lot of fans in Florida? Apparently, Tampa has been spinning our our single <laughs> quite a bit. Like, cool. so I don't know what it is, but Florida seems to love us. Sunshine State. <laughs> well, I mean, growing up in New York my whole life and seeing our music scene kind of fluctuate like i feel personally there aren't enough really great live bands to go see local anymore you know big bands roll through all the time but you know smaller bands i just feel like there's not enough here and so what i think is happening is there are other states that weren't typically meccas for certain music that are becoming because of the accessibility of the internet and so it, it doesn't really surprise me that you guys have a, a fan base in florida because they might not get a lot of bands like you guys out there it's very true. Yeah. yeah. People might not like us much around here, but if we go down south, who knows? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, let's hope they like you everywhere. That's the goal. Um, when talking to artists, I always like to promote their work in the best way possible. Um, you list on your Facebook page a bunch of places of where you can find the record. Is there a best way for uh, any of my listeners listening now to purchase your record? Right now, I would say, you know, uh, Go through iTunes, Spotify, what Amazon, mm-hmm. Google Play, Google, Google Play. Play. Put much any big uh, online distributor, you yeah. can find it. Honestly, I say take the road trip, come to a show. <laughs> that would be, yeah, you can do, do that. that. Well, you know, thankfully, I, thankfully, not all of my listeners are in New York, so hopefully, the ones that are in Chicago will come check you guys out. I would love that. We'll sign anything you give us. <laughs> That's good. We'll sign it all. Whatever you got. We'll sign. Um, as a band that I imagine spends a lot of time together rehearsing and practicing, do you guys have a preferred a downtime that you like to, to do together? You know, whether it's, you know, bowling or going on a trip or just hanging out, having a drink. Is there something that you guys do to unwind when you're not rehearsing but still spend time together? Mm, no, usually just hanging in the basement yelling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh is practice time a heated time for you guys? No. 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 If it was, it's if it pretty laid back. If it was heated, then you know what's the point? You know we, we have to enjoy what we do. Yeah. yeah sure. I mean, it's, you know. And, you know everyone has the disagreements, but at the same time, we all you know get through it. And, you know, just say okay, let's keep on trucking. You know, this, what, what can we do? This band is probably the biggest way to unwind after exactly you know, a long yeah. long work week here. I mean, all of us, we yeah. work throughout the weeks. More like therapy, we, therapy for us, really. You know, like, yeah, the band is fun. And yeah, it could be another job, but I'd much rather do this over, you know, forklift driving. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all do have day jobs in uh, in where you are? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And so I imagine the dream is to eventually be playing enough gigs that you don't have to do that anymore. Oh, yes. Yeah, it'd be nice to, you know, play with... You know, so the chains and Godsmack and you know, <laughs> like go big giant tours and you know, that, and then we can go to New York and meet you. That that would be awesome. If you guys play here, I'd definitely come to a show. Uh, again, we're kind of hungry for it's. I, so I've grown up listening to all sorts of rock music, and I like all genres of music. I'm into hip hop, new metal, rock, you know, pop, whatever you name it. I I tend to take in everything, um, but I feel like there's a distinct lack of just great rock and roll really anywhere um 
and it's a bummer. Like a lot of the bands now that are trying to innovate and do different things and mix different genres produce some great sounds. But, you know, I feel there's a void in my life, at least, for for just a really great heavy rock band. Is that something that you guys feel like you see as well or they're yeah i definitely agree with you i mean mm-hmm. yeah. you know i list my main influences are the 80s and 90s and uh a lot of time when i listen to newer bands now it doesn't make me feel and, and kind of grabs me in and gets me excited about the song a lot of times i think to myself i just feel like they could have spent more time working on that song and make it more um appealing like for instance, the vocal melody, you know, could have been better dot out, or the lyrics could have been better, you know, in you know, in sync, and you know, um, there's so many different factors. Yeah. And maybe I'm just really analytical when it comes to music, but I I like to hear you just know right away if you feel it or not. In a matter of like thirty seconds, it hits you or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't really hear a lot of bands lately um, on the radio, kind of. Catch, catching my attention, making me really excited. I mean, one newish band—they're not really newer anymore. But when I saw them was Event Sevenfold. I mm-hmm. mean, they—they they made me feel like I wanted to like run miles after that show. I mean, that's how pumped I was. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's the kind of feeling that sometimes I'm chasing when I'm listening to music. It's getting me super excited and kind of, you know, so full, full of a, you know, emotion. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Um, do you guys find yourself listening to anything outside the genre you're playing to kind of look for new inspirations or to just take a break? Oh, all the so time. So I listen to what uh, Anita Baker. Uh, who else is there? Elton John in the car today driving here. So I listen to like not just hard rock and metal, but jazz too, and like old school Mississippi Delta blues and. And just the style is always it's, it's so broad, and I like a lot of that because I feel like if you just saturate yourself in just one style of music, you're really not opening your, your horizon on uh, different influences. And you're you're big on, on old school yeah. music too. That's um, where a lot of your yeah, I'm pretty big on the, the oldies, you know, '60s, '50s and '60s songs. I mean, like Creedence, Clearwater. Love, I love those guys. I mean, like I said, for me, it's it's all about the soul and the music, whether. It's new age rock, or like I said, old school. So having this hard rock band, all these influences kind of into it, is what makes us unique in our area. Um, and so, with that, is there anything that you guys have? So my only experience with you guys, of course, is the EP, which I really dig. Do you have oh, any you. desire to work outside of the sound that you have here, and maybe? In- introduce new things that you've not yet done as a band together oh definitely you know there's all sorts of different stuff that we're looking at uh things that we're writing now taking inspiration from you know all sorts of areas i'm a huge opera fan i've also you know listened to a lot of classical stuff uh show tunes things uh you know so a lot of my focus is going into different areas of what i could do behind the kit to bring some of those influences out and, and definitely with collaborating more as a band especially with Matt coming in with with a lot of the writing not only are you going to you know just hear the band as a whole you get to hear more of his sound 
to it instead of it being more of like the majority of what I wrote for the EP. Mm-hmm. So hopefully on the full length album you're gonna hear yeah. a whole new world. We're of... we're writing new material and it's gonna sound different from the EP now, and that's one thing that you know we want to do is we don't want every album sounding the same. Mm-hmm. We want every album to sound different, and uh, you know that's kind of very important to me because you know if you sound all the same in every album then really. After a while, it's just not going to be like hold up its value, you know. But every every album different, you know. Like for instance, it was an Al Jane. Like facelift was completely different from Jar of Flies. The Jar of Flies are completely different from their self title album. You know, that's that's one band. Every album is different. You're just like, wow, these guys know how to write a lot of different styles of music and combine it all together. It's really a beautiful thing. And and some fans might not like a, a band who switches their sound around, but you need that to grow as a band. Exactly. You know, you got you got to find other other uh, sources and outlets on creating music. Um, Wayne, you had said that you did pretty much most of the writing for this EP. Are there any songs that didn't make the cut for the EP that you kind of have sitting on the back burner that you don't quite know how to utilize yet? Uh, yeah, we got quite a bit of songs in our artillery still, and like I said, we're we're writing a lot a lot of new songs, so. There may be some songs that just might not make the cut at all, but you might still hear them live, you know? Right. And um, I imagine your set live is more than just a handful of songs on the EP. Um, oh, yeah. is, there, is, is there anything that you haven't recorded yet that you're really excited for people to hear? There, yeah, there's a few songs. Probably, probably a lot of the new songs we're working on. Yeah. yeah. There, there's, a, there's a few, I mean, that could definitely use you know i don't know i mean to, to me to me like a lot of the stuff looking back on it's older like yeah like jason said over a 10-year span this ep kind of took that long to, to write and record mm-hmm. but looking back on the other songs that weren't recorded you kind of want to just move forward with something fresh yeah. instead of like going back five six years ago you know for sure. Um, and I imagine as you guys grow as a band, too, you're going to have different things to write about, different experiences based in your personal life or your life as a band working together and all of that. Yeah. Mm. Right. Definitely. Um, you you won't feel the same passion for trying to record a song that you wrote six years ago over exactly. how you're feeling in the moment now. Yeah. For sure. Do you guys find any inspiration for, for writing from media outside of music, you know, from books or TV or movies? It's a really good question. Um, I think, you know, being as diverse as we all are, you know, growing up the way we did, we each take, you know, influence in different outlets as far as writing and ideas to come up with. So, you know, I would, I would have to say definitely. Yep. Is there anything at the moment that you're kind of into or obsessed with that's se- completely separate from music that doesn't necessarily influence anything? It's just stuff you that you enjoy. Sleeping. <laughs> Sleeping's nice. I I enjoy running a lot and mm-hmm. going to the skiing room afterwards. It really helps me kind of mellow out and get, become uh, clear-minded. I'm that's- a big nerd. I, I like doing collectible card games, tabletop games, things like that lately. Magic Gathering. Yeah. Nice. 
Invasion. That was the best series. Uh, obviously, I, I love obviously for me, it's been always been about the music. I mean, look at it, ten years, and here I am still, still bringing the same band that I, you know, envisioned a decade ago to what's being heard now. For, so. for sure, yeah. It, 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 there's definitely a sense of um, a passion in the music that's clear that, you know, this is not something that was just thrown together. This is not something that's just was uh, cash in, you know. It, it, there's a sense yeah. in the music that feels like it's something that had, you know, sweat and blood poured into it. Yeah. And if you come to a live show, you'll see the same blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> Um, before I let you guys go, first, I want to thank you for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. Um, I don't get to speak to enough whole bands, uh, on this podcast. And so it's always fun when I get the chance to chat. Um, is there anything that you would, as musicians, you know, in your, uh, respective roles within the band, is there anything you would recommend to those who are also trying to pick up an instrument or work on stuff? Any kind of advice that you didn't have when you were first starting out that you would give to someone now who is starting out? Don't give up. Exactly. No, don't don't get discouraged. Um, there's a lot of trial and error, and uh, you know you're not going to get it right the first time or the first hundred times. It happens more and more as you uh, attempt on it different days, and as time yeah. goes by, you become more you become more familiar with it. And uh, when you're able to kind of select what you like and what makes it feel good, and apply it to an instrument you're doing, that's really what it's all about. You know? And don't. Be afraid to get out of your comfort zone for what you are doing. Yeah, one of the biggest things I could say is all take all criticism positively. You know, if somebody could come up and tell you you suck. Well, that's just a positive thing to me. Saying, hey, that's one more extra thing outside of where, like Eric was saying, my comfort zone that I need to, you know, that I can learn and expand myself on. So you know, any criticism you get, you can look, you know, you should look at positively whether it's negative or not. And I, I've, I've proven that, obviously, over the last 10 years, so not giving up. I mean, whether it be I had a lot of downtime where I didn't really have anybody to work with, that, that was just me writing the music for the potential band in the future. So that's, that goes all along with never giving up. I mean, if you have a passion for it, you go for it. I mean, sometimes the most simple advice is the most obvious, but also the best. And so I definitely agree with that as well. Any project worth doing is worth doing passionately and never giving up on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I'm looking forward to your global domination as you continue to tour the world. Um, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that just sounds awesome. Well, that sounds, that sounds brutal. That is, that could be like <laughs> that, that could be the tour name. There yeah. you go. Just give, just credit me. I, you know, that's all I ask. Um, <laughs> but seriously, guys, it's a pleasure to chat with you. I love what you're doing, and and continue Thank to keep you. it up. And if you ever find yourself in New York, definitely hit me up. Yeah, for sure. Right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Perfect. take care, guys. Thank you. You too. You too. Bye. 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 If you enjoyed these interviews, please subscribe to this and the Crash Chords podcast on iTunes, where you can also rate us and review us. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Crash Chords Web, our Tumblr, and our YouTube channel. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to post in the comment area below each post. And keep the discussion going, because remember, music is life, and life is good.